welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 2, Episode 8, Eagles. The original air date for this episode was November 17th, 1986. It was directed by Paul Krasny. This is his last MacGyver episode. He had done uh, Eraser and Twice Done previously mm-hmm. this season. And uh, it's written by George Lee Marshall, who has not done anything before and doesn't do anything after. This is only MacGyver. Yes. So, um, All right, so why don't we go into the brief description of this episode? All right. In this episode, MacGyver must help a pair of injured eagles who were uh, uh, injured by some poachers. Right. Um Essentially, it's, yeah, it's, it's the same plot of Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, yeah, you, you were bringing up a lot of parallels while we were watching it, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I, I don't have the movie as fresh in my mind as you do. It, it is uh, also on Netflix, if anyone else would care to yeah, make I'm, I'm gonna have uh, to re-watch comparisons. It. It's also beautifully animated, yeah. and totally worth rewatching, even if you don't care about this Yeah, episode. honestly, like uh, when I was talking about it, really, I only remember it from my original viewing back, yeah. back in 1990. Well, I was doing research on it today, because obviously this episode aired in 86, but... The movie came out in 90, and so I was trying to figure out why these two episodes... And they're not just eagles. They both are golden eagles, Mm -hmm. specifically. Um, It just seemed, like, weirdly coincidental that they're both about a a kid getting looped in with poachers that are trying Mm -hmm. to kill these eagles, and then suddenly they're trying to kill the kid because they want to get the eagle or the eggs. It's just a lot of things in common. And uh, I I can't find any evidence that the, the film was started before 1990 right i mean it's an animated film so likely it started in 88 or 87 or 88 um and based on the work that went into it it was the first like pixar disney collaboration so um it's uh it looks really amazing so i'm sure they spent a lot of time on it and the first rescuers movie got rewritten a bunch of times so i wouldn't be surprised if the same thing happened with this one right right um my guess would be that it's like um a volcano Dante's Peak or like a Deep Impact Armageddon thing where um, something happened that inspired both of these people to start writing the same story. At the same time. Yeah. And then they just sort of evolved into these two separate things that just had a lot in common. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's an okay episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, we shouldn't I, be doing the review part yet. <laughs> we should move right, into right. that. Well, I was going to say, like, I think we take for granted this day of uh, technology where like we have shows like South Park that literally are done in a week. Yeah, exactly. But back in those days, in the eighties and nineties, take 90s, four years to like yeah, streamline. Yeah, take a long yeah. time to to complete a project. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So why don't we go a little bit further uh, in detail with this? I think we start with MacGyver climbing the mountain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he he. It starts him driving, but he's he's driving to the base of the mountain where right. he's going to climb up. He's got this. Uh, he's big, got a hang glider and a tube. Yeah, big old long tube. Yeah. Which. Okay, you know this. That's yeah. I guess that's how they they would carry hang gliding supplies. Yeah. Um, and uh, he just this is of course contrary to everything MacGyver, uh, which he brings up like you know because he's afraid of heights, and is that the first mention of his fear of heights this season? Um, because he got several mentions last season, but I don't recall yeah. it coming up yet. If he did, I'll cut it in right now. Which is why I found myself hanging around an elevator shaft in total violation of every instinct I own. So, yeah, I guess there was that one. We had a lot of stock footage in this episode, so... Uh, a lot of stock footage. Yeah. Especially the, be- the beginning and the end. It's bookended with a lot of stock footage. Because mm-hmm. uh, MacGyver's tracking down uh, these eagles, golden eagles. So we just have a lot of 
nature footage of eagles yeah. flying or when it's a real close-up of the eagle it's just like probably on some kind of perch and just filmed against the blue sky with the wings yeah. open um and people climbing mountains which are not it's clearly not macgyver right right because the footage looks to be 15 or 20 years older than the rest of the footage that mm-hmm. the episode is made up of but they do like they do a good job trying to match yeah no the, the costume wardrobe. matching i think they did a really good job yeah, yeah. um and, and uh, the hang glider matching, if that's actually... Oh, yeah, actually hang gliding. Like, There's a lot of really good hang gliding stuff, just period, in this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool stunt work. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, swooping down on a lake and skidding across the water is... That's hard. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not an easy thing to do. Um, so, But MacGyver does bring up the point that uh, he doesn't feel as scared flying a hang glider um, as he does, like... I think he mentions, like, being up on a ladder... And looking down and getting sweaty just from yeah, that. Yeah. So while he's uh, flying around following the eagles, uh, we get the this boy and his dog kind of running up and around in the mountains with binoculars, also kind of keeping track of where the eagles are flying. Right. Um, and uh, the boy played by Danny Cooksey. Right. Um, who, if you don't know, uh, you've definitely probably seen him or heard him, uh, most of our listeners. Yeah, he, he uh, mostly does voice acting now. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he, he was integral uh, on the show Salute Your Shorts right? Uh, as Bobby Budnick. Yeah, he also uh, played a, a major character on, on a lot of uh, different strokes. I think it was something like right, 48 right. episodes of that show. Yeah, he was like the friend. Um, and then his voice, uh, it seems like his transition to voice work started with Montana Max from yeah. Tiny Toons. And since then, he's done a lot of voice work. Yeah, Montana Max, iconic. Just, if you don't know Montana Max, he has money. Huh. <laughs> That's all I can remember from the theme song. Yeah, growing up with Tiny Toons was good stuff. So, the boy and the dog, you know, MacGyver kind of does like a little bit of stunt flying, like to to show off to the kid. But then we instantly have like a helicopter flying in, uh, with the two two pilots and some rich guy. Um, yeah, we rich we, enough to hire two pilots who are also like. Are they rangers or something? Or do they I, well, just work for this helicopter tour company? Yeah, well, I think it's it's their tour company. Right. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get into who these characters right, right, are. Right. Uh, actually, are a little bit later. Um, but uh, they just refer to the rich guy as Mister Nystrom, and they're they're kind of like he he's being pushy about like I want to get like some really exotic animal. I'm the bad yeah. guy. He's like everybody's got a ram's head on their wall. It's like, but I want to. It's like you don't put a bird head on your wall. Yeah, it's That's, like nobody it's has gonna... that. That would just look silly. And like you know, he sees the the eagles and he wants to kill him. It's like, okay, well, first of all, like the guy tells him they're illegal, but it's like, yeah, yeah but uh, I'm gonna be the first one at the club to have them. Who's gonna taxidermize these birds? Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, these, you're gonna go to the club and be like, look, I got these two illegal birds killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I secretly hope it's like a nature club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what have you done? <laughs> oh my God! How dare you? Uh, I'm gonna be the first guy at the conservationist society with two <laughs> golden eagle heads on my wall. The last two. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you will be the first. <laughs> the first and the last. <laughs> um, he just starts shooting at him from the helicopter too. Um, and, and even though these guys are telling him, "Don't shoot at him," that's five thousand dollar fine. They're not like trying to mess up his shot by swinging the helicopter around. Yeah, They're yeah, just yeah, letting yeah. him shoot at these birds. I'm sure they must have gotten paid quite a bit of money. Right. Uh, and so, like, they keep missing. And so uh, the 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 one pilot uh, character's name is Gant. Right. Which reminded me of 
when MacGyver refers to Gantner as Gant in the pilot. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if it's a reuse of that on purpose, but... Like, you know, he's kind of, like, teasing Nystrom. He's like, oh, you'd never hit him. And, like, Nystrom is like, well, why don't you just fly this helicopter? He's like, hey, if you think you're that good, why don't you use my crossbow? Right. He just happens to have a crossbow with him. <laughs> and Nystrom's reaction to the crossbow is, gimme! Yeah. <laughs> He just hands it over into the back seat for him to start shooting. Yeah, but but Nystrom's commentary is so strange. Like he's making commentary on his own shots, like missed again. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he he, he's a very strange character, and he also disappears after this first act. Yeah. Like he he they built him up like this guy's the evil poacher, you know, mm-hmm. the George C. Scott character. Right, right. For this whole episode, and it's like no, he doesn't come back after this. No. He shoots at the bird a couple times and misses, and then he gets this crossbow, and inexplicably, he's a much better shot with the crossbow. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, 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 I would say he wings the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he takes the, the, one of the two birds down, and then the other one decides it's just going to kamikaze the helicopter. Yeah, I guess, I guess it was maybe thinking it was defending yeah, the injured it's not really bird. clear. Or maybe they were just moving around too fast and didn't even realize yeah. where it was. Because MacGyver starts, like, taking a mirror and reflecting the sunlight at the... Uh, yeah, to scare at, them away from the birds yeah. or to deter them from shooting Yeah, yeah, and, and, like, Gant, the pilot, says, oh, that guy wants to play games, and, like, he's going to, like... Chop up the... Yeah, he's going <laughs> to, like... I don't know what his plan was, to, like, to... Especially since he doesn't want... to seem to want any legal troubles. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the, the second eagle is kind of dazed. MacGyver says that he's in shock. Yeah. And lands on top of the mountain... And uh, at this point, the helicopter just leaves, and uh, MacGyver lands to go. But the, we sh- we didn't mention though that the the second eagle actually makes contact with the helicopter. Skid yeah, yeah, it hits it hits the the skit. There's some some clever editing here of the bird flying, and then suddenly like it, I think maybe a camera's pointed at a helicopter skid of mm-hmm. a motionless helicopter and like spinning to make it look like the skid is moving. Yeah, and then it hits this bird and knocks it out. And then we see stock footage of a bird flying, like, upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make it seem like it's Flying falling. downward, yeah. And uh, so MacGyver lands his hang glider, and... Uh, he decides to go for the one that got hit with the crossbow, because the other one landed on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And he's too low now to spin back around and land where it landed. Right, so, right. Um, he goes for the one that the kid went for. And uh, the kid, you know, the the the, win- the wounded eagle is freaking out, right? And uh, you know, thrashing itself around. So the kid doesn't get any very close to it with his dog, and the dog's barking. And uh, MacGyver manages to come up to them and wrap his coat around the injured bird. Yeah. And and these are real birds. Like I mean, these these like yeah. And all the insert shots are any anything where he's carrying a bird around. It's it looks like a straight up eagle that yeah. he's carrying around. I mean, uh, it's you know obviously trained. Right. But yeah. but it's still it's still it's amazing really yeah. that they that they actually went and got one slightly smaller than Marahute though slightly yeah like like five percent yeah five percent of Marahute is <laughs> <laughs> one twentieth of the bird that actually almost might be yeah that proper. sounds about right actually <laughs> um uh the the boy uh, played by Danny his name is uh Darren Darren Cooper right um and uh. He takes MacGyver to his cabin where his mom Susan, uh, and he have been staying. It's, I guess she is recently either recently divorced, or hiding from the husband because she said she brought him here to fix things. Right. Like 
I, I figure like she doesn't want to say why she left. Right. Like it's it's something more personal. Maybe she was being, I mean, I don't want to say she's being beaten or something like that. But she seems like hesitant to say why she left and went so far away to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It kind of brings up like this other storylines that that are going to be brought up in the episode, but they're they aren't. Yeah. Um, and there's even a whole scene where she's like trying to start her truck, and you think, oh, MacGyver's gonna fix that truck. No, no yeah. <laughs> he doesn't fix the truck. Um, so there's like a lot of weird little things in this episode, but uh, they uh, take the bird into the, the shed at the cabin, right? And MacGyver and Susan try to set the wing, right, of the bird, which he's never done before, and mm-hmm. is somehow confident that he's going to be able to do. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, Susan and Danny throughout the episode have a couple little nothing fight yeah they they have several disagreements over the course of the episode mm-hmm. and, and they're nothing really intense they're just like kid kid mom kind of arguments like i don't wanna yeah. you have to the uh. first one the first argument they have i think starts right here where mm-hmm. macgyver's asking them to cut up cloth that they can use in, in yeah. bandaging this bird and she doesn't want darren to use the knife so right she takes it away from him and he gets upset about it because he's 10. He should be able to use a knife, he thinks. Mm-hmm. And so then he runs off. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, Nystrom's helicopter has landed. And uh, Gant and Curry, his co-pilot, are kind of like, oh, you know, what are we going to do? You know, the the guy saw us. He could report us. And Nystrom's just basically, everyone's got a, everyone's got a something. Booze, yeah. women, that was the you money know. to the bookies. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can find something that he needs and buy him off, and yeah. then he'll leave us alone. But it's like, first of all, like you're not upset at all about the fact that they're not going to let you go back and pick up this bird that you mm-hmm. shot, or the one that we clocked with the helicopter. Like, why didn't you make them land and get it right away? Right. If you're willing to pay this guy, like bribe this guy to not tell anyone that you shot a bird. Right. Well, plus, like, if it's only a $5,000 fine... Just I mean, take the bird. That's the price of the bird. If that's yeah. a fine, that's the price. It like like what like is a it? handicap spot is just a really expensive parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm wondering. I'm kind of curious what how much money he was expected to bribe MacGyver with. Yeah, like give just, him ten thousand dollars. I don't want to pay a five thousand dollar fine. <laughs> um, and it's this point that we realize that uh, Gant is uh, more adamant about shutting MacGyver up because he's an escaped con. Yeah, not just an escaped convict. But He's an escaped convicted murderer who is yeah. on death row and awaiting the chair. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, the stakes are so high for this guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably why we don't see Nystrom again for the whole rest of the episode. Right. <laughs> After he tells them to go bribe this MacGyver character, he leaves town. <laughs> we never see him again. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, Gant is like super intense about obviously not wanting to to go back to jail. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want to end up in the chair. Yeah. So he's he's adamant on taking care of MacGyver in a more permanent way so that they don't get federal marshals clogging up the area. Yeah, like because he thinks that reporting a eagle being shot at is going to cause the area to be yeah, covered in whole, feds. They're going to send a whole team of investigators out there scouring mm-hmm. the land for an injured eagle, and then they're going to turn around and arrest anyone that's in the area. Yeah. Who else knows anything? You, you're under arrest. Yeah. You look like you awful. You look awful a lot like someone who escaped. <laughs> it's like that New York thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's crazy. That stuff's crazy. We're dating the episode, but. Oh, there's yeah. a murder in New York every day. Yeah. Exactly. You know that murder that happened in New York. 
I just saved it. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> the Simpsons, a lot of unsolved murders in New York. Isn't it like, wasn't there some unsolved murder in New York? He's like, there's lots of unsolved murders in New York. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, keep talking. <laughs> oh, that's, I think that was Steve Sachs. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember the song, Steve Sachs yeah. and it's running with the law. <laughs> King Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. <laughs> We're talking Homer, Ozzy and the Straw. Oh, that's such a great song. Um, the next act opens up with uh, MacGyver finding Darren uh, at a Overlook. Right. Like, his, his mom basically said when he gets pissed off, he goes here. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably find him there. And he yeah. does. And they have a little like heart-to-heart talk. It's It's... You know, just like, oh, you should be nice to your mom. Oh, she doesn't listen. She doesn't listen to me. Oh, well, do you talk to her? Because maybe if you talk to her, you'd find out if she listened or not. Yeah. Uh, And And then uh, he gives him a knife. Yeah, yeah. To punctuate the conversation. (laughs) Just in case. Yeah. Just in case your mom ever comes at you. Use this. forgets to tell him, don't tell your mom I gave you a knife. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Because the, the next, the immediate next scene is like at night where... Susan comes out to see MacGyver and gives him the knife back. Yeah. And says, I wish you hadn't given him that. And MacGyver says, you're right, I should have asked. It's like, yeah, it's like, of course you should have asked. Well, first of all, of course you should have asked. And second of all, you really shouldn't have because earlier in this episode, you saw her say, you're not allowed to use knives. To yeah. Him. So you didn't even need to ask. Yeah, that's uh, it, 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 that was probably one of the least MacGyver things we've seen. Yeah. Uh, other than using a gun. <laughs> right, yeah. That one time he used a gun. A couple times we've seen him use a gun, or at least brandish a gun. Right, that's true. Uh, so the next morning, MacGyver plans to go scale the mountain and find the eagle, the yeah, the one he, that got he, hit by the helicopter. He tells Susan that he's going to go find the eagle that it was he thinks is coming from like the north face of the mountain, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Well, that's just a straight wall." That's like, "Oh, you're right. There's no way it could be there <laughs> on on a wall. I guess it's at the top then." Yeah, is there another way up? <laughs> Is there an elevator somewhere? Uh, he puts together some like makeshift climbing gear amongst the actual climbing gear that he's yeah. able to find. He MacGyver's some stuff together. He's yeah. using like tent stakes and dog leash clips yeah, like, for as carabiners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan brings him a, a a red cap, very reminiscent of the red cap that he wore in the pilot. Right. Yeah. Because it's the same. It's almost the same outfit. It's the blue. Yeah. The blue the, and the red. The only difference is the the hat in the in the pilot. Um, has that poofy ball, poofy ball on the on top, the top yeah. yeah. Um, she says it's to that her her father or grandfather wore when he climbed the mountain, so you could see him. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just saw this red dot fall off the mountain. <laughs> That's strange. That he's at the base of the mountain now, and the red <laughs> dot's getting at the top. The red dot's getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Uh, MacGyver gets ready to climb, and uh, Gant and Curry, Nystrom's men come and they find MacGyver's Jeep and there's a really weird line. Yeah. Well first of all their their entrance is really weird because Gant's all, ooh, looky 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 Yeah, like <laughs> we found a Jeep. They say this every time they drive past a car. <laughs> That's like their punch version of punch bug. Yeah. Um but Curry says it's hard it's hard for me even to say it right. Wonder who belongs to that Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many takes that was. It's like no, no, no. It's, I wonder who who that Jeep belongs to. Oh, got it, got it. I wonder who belongs to that Jeep. <laughs> and they go digging through his uh, his 
glove compartment, and of course MacGyver has up-to-date registration mm-hmm. and everything. Just MacGyver, though. Just MacGyver, yeah. It doesn't have a first name on the paperwork. Yeah. And uh, I, I, have to, I do have to say that Gant, in every scene, is puffing on a cigar. Yeah, that's true. Like, he, he even ashes in Nystrom's face at one point yeah. when they're in the helicopter. Yeah, but he's he's never not sucking on a like not even a full cigar either. It's always this like chewed up. Yeah, it's bit like the of last the two ed. inches of a cigar. <laughs> uh, and so uh, you know they figured that that this must be the hang glider guy that they saw. Yeah. And based so, on what they they find stuff in the trunk, right? Yeah, well they find like different kinds of like camping and environmental gear. So I guess they're just assuming that. Only this, one person could have that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Who Unless they could? found that his exact hang gliding equipment, and they, were, well, they recognized the pattern of it. But MacGyver took it back to the cabin. Oh, did he? Yeah, he took it oh, back okay. to Susan's cabin. So they were just, I, I guess they're just assuming because there's an abandoned car nearby. Yeah. Some of these acts go very fast. Like, because uh, no, like the third, that, that's the second act break to the yeah. third act. Um, and uh, MacGyver's still climbing up the mountain while uh, Susan and Darren watch. Yeah, they can see him from their front yard. They're mm-hmm. close enough to this mountain face. Uh, so when uh, uh, Gant and Curry arrive, uh, they start asking questions like, oh, do you know a MacGyver? And as they're getting out of the car to go ask the questions, um, Gant drops an arrow from his crossbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which which he's just carrying when he's going to talk to them. Yeah, like, needlessly brings it along. Yeah, it's like, why why would you brandish a weapon when you're trying to have a casual, casual conversation, pretending like everything's okay? Not only that, but the weapon you used to shoot an eagle yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Darren immediately notices. Like, yeah. Cause, like, he, and he's like, where do I know this guy from? Yeah. <laughs> he can't put it together until 20 minutes later, but for some reason he's like something about a crossbow recently yeah hmm. this has like this horrible flashback <laughs> uh and uh, so they ask about macgyver and they uh they say oh you know macgyver's way up there Tree on fell on his jeep mm-hmm. uh when we cut back to macgyver he's like swinging into this corner of the right. mountain but I'm sorry. It is clearly a stuccoed wall. Yeah. Like a, a It's a 90 degree corner yeah. of a stucco wall. Yeah. And he might as well be standing on the ground. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that he is. Yeah. Um it's it's really bad. I feel like they could have just gone to like out to Vasquez rocks and or just Or any rock and just yeah. have like there's other rocks in this just episode rocks. that would have worked fine. They, they could have gone to like Point Magoo or something like that. Just anywhere where there's mountains and yeah. rocks. Just you can still be just as tight, but I, I they they chose the stucco. Yeah. Um. That was that was I guess the best bet. <laughs> I think they needed something that he could actually hammer a, a tent post into. Yeah. So let's ruin uh the <laughs> building. Did it at their soundstage. <laughs> it's do? probably somebody's house. <laughs> yeah. It's just like. <laughs> Poor Henry Winkler. Yeah. He's like, what are you guys? What are you guys doing in my house? Fonz's backyard. <laughs> they're just punching holes in his house. Hey, you needed a new house. Yeah. You're the Fonz. <laughs> Get a new house. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're kind. Of, we kind of go back and forth to the ground and MacGyver up on the mountain, and he's he's climbing this like uh, horizontal portion. Right. He's completely upside down. Yeah. From. From a flat surface, and uh, and a like a piece gives away, and he falls and kind of hits the rock a little bit, and he gets uh, a bloody nose. Mm-hmm. Just showing some of his hardships climbing the mountain, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and because uh, he recovers from it pretty well, for and someone then, with a fear of heights. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, when we get when he gets to the top of the mountain, and it's like the the top is all snow covered and ice. Yeah, it's it's almost it's it's crazy that it's just a completely different environment. Yeah. Like it doesn't really seem to be this and mountain. And suddenly he's got like cleats on. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, top. yeah. He didn't seem to have that much on him when he went up. Yeah. And uh, he's able to find the eagle right away, and. You know, he wraps it up, and then uh, he says a snowstorm's coming, and we get we get some pretty good digital, uh, like snow effect uh, overlay on the screen. Right. And uh, at uh, this point, we we cut back to again Susan, and she's invited Gant and Curry to to stay over, I guess. Because uh, because uh, Danny Cooksey is still trying to put together yeah why he recognizes this guy and the crossbow that he's carrying around. In his room, he's got like this board, like a with flat with like index cards, like okay, pointing and things. Um, was it from the Avengers movie? No, that doesn't exist yet. And uh, but Susan is worried about the storm that's coming, and that MacGyver's up on the mountain, so she's gonna call the park rangers just in case that that if MacGyver needs help, they they need to send somebody. But this is when like Gant dangles like the cut radio cord in front of her. Right. And basically reveals we're the bad guys. Yeah, we surprise. cut this radio cord. Still, Danny's like, "Oh my god, they're bad guys." <sighs> Why does this crossbow thing look familiar? Though? I still can't piece it together. Still I, has no idea who this guy is. I, I seem to recall other bad guys recently with crossbows. Shoot. And then, uh, so we go back to MacGyver up at the top of the hill, and the snowstorm has passed by. Yeah, and he. So, he and the bird were able to hide in this small okay, cave. Yeah. Again, now the stucco wall thing. They obviously went somewhere where there is snow. Yeah. And where there's caves and rocks. Yeah. What? Why? Why, Why would you film? shoot stucco? <laughs> I, I I guess that must have been after the fact. Like, oh, we don't have enough stuff of him f- climbing mountains. Yeah, they needed to edit more mountain stuff in. That's possible. But then MacGyver just starts running down the mountain. Like, yeah, like straight down the face. Yeah, of the he's just hauling ass down ice, and then rappelling down other sections, and then running down like the tree line, uh, and that's when he stumbles across the crossbow bolt that, that, that was fell out of. that fell out of Gant's pocket or his little mini quiver. Yeah, uh, and he realizes that uh, the person who shot the bird is nearby. Around this time, it's occurring to Danny who this guy is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, and they're sitting there, like, eating, and he's like, Mom, I just realized who that guy is. He was the pilot of the helicopter. She's like, we already covered that these are the bad guys, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, It doesn't help us anymore <laughs> yeah. that they're bad guys. He was, remember earlier when he was waving around my broken radio? Yeah. That meant they were the bad guys. Just in case. So, uh, MacGyver has the, the bird in a backpack, the eagle, the one from up on the top of the mountain. Correct, yeah. and uh, again, real eagle like sticking its head, trying to yep. trying to struggle out of this uh, backpack that he's got him in. And he can see these guys in the house through the front window, mm-hmm. so he knows that the family's been taken hostage, right, by these two helicopter pilots. And then he goes to the the little cabin on the side, mm, the shed, to get them thing, out yeah. of the shed, yeah, uh, to get the second bird. And he goes and opens up. There's like a sleeping bag draped over the box. And when he pulls it back, there's just hay. This bird <laughs> snuck out to try and save them all early in the morning. No, the other bird's there sleeping. <laughs> and he brings the box out um, and basically sets it behind a bush, like across the street with the other bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just there's two two injured birds 
sitting on the ground. Just left on the ground for coyotes or whatever wants them. Um, before he leaves the uh, the shed, though, with the bird, he sets up some uh, booby trap, kind of. Right. Where he, he notices there's a grindstone. Um, there's a gas stove. Mm-hmm. And he takes some uh, ball bearings from a, from a bearing. Right. Um, and his plan is to ignite the gas from afar by launching uh, the ball bearings with this bike bicycle tire tube and uh, and using handlebars the bike handlebars the bike. as a the Y for a slingshot. Yeah. So he he quickly lures everyone outside with tossing a rock onto a roof or using the slingshot to launch a rock onto the yeah. roof. Oh, what we don't mention um, uh, Gant is like getting ready to possibly sexually assault Susan. Yeah. Like he's like giving her inappropriate touching in the face. <laughs> Much like and MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> Much like, like MacGyver in the previous week. episode. Yeah. Um and uh Danny uh sorry, well Darren Danny's the actor, Darren's the character, uh grabs a log from the fireplace and just wails on Gant's leg. Yeah. Um and Gant limps the rest of the episode. Like like <laughs> you got him it, hard enough. Though. Yeah, uh, it's it's when he when Gant goes outside to investigate the rock that MacGyver launched uh, he's he's got this like a little bit of a hobble, yeah. Um, and uh, and so like, Gant's outside with the crossbow, kind of sweeping the area. And MacGyver's now trying to shoot this grindstone from uh, from afar with the. Which apparently he thought would be easier than it is. Yeah. Because he's missing over and over again. It's really hard to aim a slingshot like that. Yeah. I don't least... know why he thought it was going to be so easy. Yeah. Maybe because he hit that guy off his horse and to be a man so easily with that slingshot. That's true. He was just like, oh, man, every time I get it, it's first try. There's no such thing as beginner's luck. Yeah. So why didn't he just do that? Why didn't he make that kind of slingshot? <laughs> yeah. Why he's he so make... much better with it. That was yeah, his bad exactly. arm, too. Yeah. He'd been shot. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe, it's, maybe it's the adrenaline of the situation. But so uh, Gantz decides... That he's going to shoot first and ask questions later with this shed. And just starts firing <laughs> rounds into it. Yeah, he fires an arrow and he's the one who hits the grindstone. He hits the grindstone on accident just by coincidence. I, I, I don't know if he thought that the grindstone was MacGyver standing up. Because like, he just saw a round silhouette in the yeah. window. I, he, he did kind of have a rounded head, didn't he? <laughs> it wasn't a square head. <laughs> Bang. Better but, kill uh, it just to be sure. Of course, sure. the whole shed explodes. Mm-hmm. It's basically... The concussion knocks this guy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's out for the rest of the episode, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, not completely, but... And then Curry comes running out to see the explosion. But then Susan and Darren, instead of staying staying inside or running a different direction... They follow Curry in, they follow exactly him. in his footsteps. Uh, so Curry finds Gant unconscious and MacGyver... And MacGyver unconscious. Yeah, both yeah. MacGyver, they're both unconscious. The explosion knocked MacGyver out. Um, so Curry grabs the crossbow, cocks it back, and is getting ready to put around in MacGyver's chest. Yeah. He doesn't want to take any chances with vampire MacGyver. (laughs) Even though he's in the sun? Yeah. (laughs) Not Uh, even glittery. He's clearly uh, a human. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but what's weird is Susan is nearby, and she's, like, kind of going, no, don't do it. But... And she, as far as they know, he's dead. Yeah, well, already. But second, she's holding Darren in such a way like her hand is over his forehead, like she thinks he's cover, she's covering his eyes, like don't look. Yeah. But he's not. She's not. Like he's he can clearly see <laughs> yeah. everything that's going Maybe to she's happen. She's just trying to take his temperature. 
She's worried he might have a fever. <laughs> you have to watch. <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones. You have to watch. You have to see these things, sweetheart. This is what happens. <laughs> this is the real world you live in. <laughs> this is why I left your father. He would never have let you see something like a man getting shot through the heart with a crossbow. <laughs> At point blank range. <laughs> but of course uh, MacGyver... Uh, is faking. Yeah. Has... You know, iron will to just sit there and pretend to be dead throughout this entire disagreement. Yeah. At the, any point during this conversation, he could have been shot through the heart and killed instantly. Well, this is the same as the uh, the Burma when he's on the rack. Right, yeah. He's really good at just laying in wait <laughs> casually. <laughs> he knows the exact right moment to strike. But so here he just kicks up some wood mm-hmm. that he, like... Between the explosion and these people getting outside, he was able to arrange wood in a specific way that he could just kick it, punch it, and then it would throw wood at the guy standing over him with the crossbow. He totally knew this was all going to play out. This yeah, way. and then also knew that he wouldn't accidentally pull the trigger yeah. when impacted with a wood when he's already ready to fire. Yeah, so MacGyver basically knocks the guy out, gets on top of him, and they call the police, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, I guess, I'm assuming MacGyver fixed the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, if they called the police, that must have happened. Yeah, I mean, if it's a clean cut, there's not that many wires. Yeah. And that would be the end of the episode. Right, that would be the end of the story, except for they throw a curveball. Yeah, uh, and the eagle that they were taking care of, the wounded one, dies. Right. Which, I it's been so long since I've seen this episode, I didn't remember that. It actually hit me. Yeah, I was like, just like, oh, oh my god, it died? That, that's so not television. Yeah. But I wanted MacGyver to like disassemble like a, a microphone cable and just start, you know, <laughs> bring it back to life with some electricity. Don't worry, don't worry I got a plan. He, he's got all the electric stuff. It just banister maneuver. It just cuts to them eating like this cooked <laughs> bird. Yeah. Clear. It just cuts immediately to them eating. Yeah, God so bless us. Every <laughs> one credits. <laughs> The eagle's like on the other eagle's on his shoulder, <laughs> eating a piece. He just hands him a piece over his shoulder. <laughs> this is the best day ever. Oh man, this whole thing is just super dark now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but yeah, he, um, Danny's leaning over the box. MacGyver comes over and he's just like, "So how's the bird?" And he's just like, "It's dead." Yeah, it's it's and pretty it's, harsh. Yeah. And uh, so MacGyver makes up a plan that he's going to follow the other eagle, the male one, back to, to the, the nest, nest. Yeah. Which apparently is at least five to six hundred miles away. Right. And is the same plan that they unleash in Rescuers Down Under when the guy realizes he's not going to get both of the birds. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to get this kid to lead me to the nest. So he tells the kid the bird is dead. Yeah. So we got to go find the eggs because they're all by themselves. Too bad about those eggs, eh, Joanna? They'll never survive without their mother. Oh, well, survival of the fittest, I guess. Which is exactly what MacGyver just said. Yeah. <laughs> bird is dead, so these eggs are by themselves. So we got to go find them. So he takes off with his hang glider again. And D- Darren seems like kind of like, I don't think he's going to find it. It could be all the way in Monument Valley. Yeah. Um, so I guess we, we, you said this must be Utah right. where they are. Cause it's, yeah. it's mountainous and he but does it's also, go to Monument Valley and yeah. glider. So he's going for a long ways, but it's not, but the mountains aren't like mountains you would see in Phoenix or New Mexico. Right. Yeah. Like they're, they're very kind of like greenish desertish. Yeah. 
Like there's a lot of shrubs. And it looks a lot like Moab icy. where we started the pilot. Yeah. Where they're up on top of the rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the eagle takes him to like this lone uh, butte that's just yeah. a really thin, tall butte. Yeah, it's like it's like chimney rock or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not chimney rock, which but is, it looks a lot like north. it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there's really great footage of an actual hang gliding stunt person trying to land on this thing and missing like and i'm sure the the intention was we're going to get a shot of you landing this hang glider on the top and he missed it a few times yeah and when they came to edit they were just like we should put the misses in there because macgyver macgyver isn't about getting everything right on the first try macgyver is about like you know persistence and Mm -hmm. like figuring things out it's also really dramatic like because exactly yeah we we were attention to it yeah Yeah. we were were watching and the one of the one of the near misses yeah it was like pretty scary they have some really amazing camera work for for those but yeah there's one where it just looks like it's he's gonna just tear himself off yeah rocks it's pretty scary um and uh but he does manage to touch down find the eggs It's, it's an awesome stunt yeah um he just slips the eggs into some uh socks though yeah he's got socks with him mm-hmm and right about now, the eagle's probably thinking, crap, why did I leave this guy back mm-hmm. here? He's just going to take the eggs and leave. And he just hops off the rock and Takes the flies and the whole way back yeah. to the house. And, and what's sad is we, we learned earlier that these eagles mate for life. So the eagle will never take another mate. Right. And so essentially, they could kill this one. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's got that? nothing to live for at this point. Yeah. Um, it will not it will not continue the species. Yeah. Um, Beyond these eggs. Yeah. And uh, so MacGyver takes the eggs back to the cabin, which you think he would take them to the foundation. Because right. uh, the Phoenix Foundation originally was about resurrecting birds. That's why it's called that. <laughs> the Phoenix Foundation, yeah. <laughs> well, because we didn't mention earlier that that's the whole purpose of this assignment. Right. Is that MacGyver is doing this on behalf of the foundation like as a conservation But effort. they also don't say that these are the last two birds of this that's species. True. They just say the last two in the area which yeah. is a really vague way of putting it i mean i understand it's about conservationists but yeah but i mean obviously though these birds like they're going to be bred in captivity right yeah so uh it but in captivity with macgyver is practically like being raised by that's true that's like being raised by chuck norris yeah um yeah, yeah he makes a makeshift incubator out of uh with olive oil i guess creates heat it creates heat on its own well, yeah. Well, he says that the olive oil will, re- will react with the fibers from this cushion. Oh, right, because he pulled the stuffing out of a chair or something. Yeah. Um, he just ruins everything these people have. And yeah, house. really. Like, I your mean, radio's broken. Your truck's broken. I blew up your shed, and I ripped all the stuffing out of your furniture. Yeah, it's like, why You're not, welcome. I mean, why didn't it just use, like, a lamp? Keep Isn't giving the... your kid weapons. <laughs> 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 Eventually, he'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Susan does end up giving Darren her grandfather's Swiss Army knife. Right. Uh, Evidently is a veteran of the Swiss Army. Yeah. You know, when the eggs hatch, and that's pretty much it. They, oh, no, no, no. That's not it. Because we see MacGyver and Darren hang gliding. Right. Like, he, he manages to convince his mom, give me a knife, I'm going hang gliding. That's yeah. a big jump. It's a big yeah. jump from knife to deadly extreme sport. Honestly, the hang gliding part isn't the part that I would be worried about my kid doing because hang gliding, when you're strapped into the thing, is relatively safe. Yeah. The climbing part is the part I would not let the kid yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you have to, obviously, you have to get up high in order to start. Yeah. And as far as wrapping up the story, we do get word that not only have these two guys been arrested mm-hmm. and sent back to jail, but that the, 
that the poacher uh, Nystrom. Nystrom actually yeah. got fined. <laughs> right? They said that there's a warrant issued for his arrest. But, but the, the, all they're going to do is fine him because he didn't. He didn't try to kidnap anyone. All he did yeah. was shoot at birds that he's not supposed to shoot at. I mean, I guess you could offer. And really, he only hurt one bird. The other guy hit it with a helicopter. I, I, I guess you could you could argue that a conspiracy to cover up a crime by buying off MacGyver. They're, they're, if they testify, but they'd be having to take this escaped murderer's word for it. Yeah, because like, obviously he's going to deny having made that right. request. Uh. He's like, does that really make any sense? I didn't even keep the bird corpse, and I paid. I told these guys to pay him whatever amount of money he yeah, needed. Yeah, which was more than the price of the fine. <laughs> As your story doesn't hold up, District Really, Attorney. the guy wouldn't even go to jail at all, because he would just be like, uh, yeah, I shot at a bird. They didn't tell me it was endangered or anything. Right. <laughs> and then they'd be like, well, no, we told him. It's like, okay, well, you're murderers, so mm-hmm. you're both crazy. I'm sure you're lying. And he's clearly wealthy enough that he probably has really good lawyers. Yeah, he probably knows the judge. He probably is the judge. Yeah, so Nystrom, even though this, it's nice that they mentioned that he, there's a warrant issued for his arrest. He's, he's getting off scot-free. Yeah. And if he leaves the state, that warrant is probably only good in the state. Yeah. So. And who's going to go back to Utah on yeah. purpose? <laughs> Nobody I know. It's always by accident. I'm in Utah. <laughs> oh, Damn it. again? <laughs> Why does this keep happening? Well, I guess I'll go visit the tabernacle while I'm here. <laughs> really it's, such the... a, it's such a beautiful goddamn state. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a road trip to Utah, though, because I do like Monument Valley. It is a it is very beautiful place. I'm I'm kind of scared of the Salt Lake. Yeah. Like, it, 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 the concept of it just yeah. is, like, really freaky it to me. It is weird. Um, it's a weird thing. It's the same with, like, the Dead Sea. Like, I would never go into the dead sea like i know that's a big thing to do it's like oh you float because it's so salty it's like well, i float in water anyway <laughs> <laughs> i i guess you float easier <laughs> um but anyway that's the end of the episode of macgyver yeah, that's the end of the episode um, the, the hang gliding with with uh danny or uh darren at the end mm-hmm. is kind of weirdly cut together they put all these like lens flares and stuff in yeah, it so they yeah. can seem more majestic or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like pointing at things and Dan's yeah. like, oh look wow, oh, this well, is so great. great uh that's the end of the episode it's you know it's a it's like kind of like a psa it's one of the more environmental uh focus episodes mm-hmm. that we've seen from this season yeah um i think there was something that was i mean i guess uh, trumba's world wasn't really very environmental. no 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 but I feel like yeah, I feel like there was there one must other have been one. Something before this, but yeah, this one is very clearly. Um, it's it's uh, he's getting greener mm-hmm. as we go, and that that'll continue. There will be a lot more episodes that are like him fighting poachers or pollutants yeah. and things like that. Oh, the, and I, def- Black Rhino, I can think of as an example of an episode that. Yeah, and uh, there's like episodes of him like helping Indians, yeah, uh, Native yeah. American Indians. Uh, protect their tribal lands and artifacts and stuff yeah so uh so this is sort of part of the beginnings of, of a pattern of, mm-hmm. of episodes from him so and we haven't had this kind of an episode yet this season it's all been crime yeah intense crimes too like, yeah, yeah. This... i think that about wraps this episode mm-hmm. up um if you have any questions about this or future episodes you can find us on twitter at opening gambit uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast. And as usual, you can find us on our website at phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. 
And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 2, Episode 9, Silent World. Ooh. Starring Jeffrey Lewis. Yeah. And um, and we're going to see some crazy nightmares. Yeah. Fueled like, by conspiracy. and. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's like prophecy. And uh, three familiar faces. Mm-hmm. From our Deathlock days. Oh, stay tuned. Oh, three people from Deathlock are in this? Five, technically. You count <laughs> Pete and Mac. Five people from Deathlock in the next episode. Remember how great Deathlock was? Yeah, Deathlock was amazing. Stay tuned for Silent World. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.